This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Basis Discussion Farmers who have held grain expecting seasonal strength to sell into when the planters were running were disappointed this year. April and May is most often when highs are made, and this year the seasonal was a bust. Cash markets languished and farmers have borne the cost of carry. It goes back to short crop long tail that when highs are made at harvest, spring rallies melt. I sold out completely in December and did not even carry any gambling bushels into this year. The market had to further appreciate in order to cover the cost of carry, and I did not see that happening. End users do not have their demand needs covered yet to reach next harvest, so it will be a game of chicken between farmers with grain yet to sell and end users who need it. Time will run out. Farmers who overstay wrapping up their old crop sales could see that grain devalue to new crop price levels. Our local ethanol plant basis is 85 cents over Chicago off of July. They will make another basis adjustment when commercial shift a bit off September, but the cash price may change little. The top end of the range for cash corn here was just marginally above $7 and had been for months. Our local bid was 6.99 at the 6.14 July high Sunday night. My bet is that some cash moved. If July corn can cover the May contract expiration at 6.23, that may be the last old crop sales opportunity. The May expiration target will be 14.30 for July soybeans. Looking further ahead at basis, the cost of carry has inflated given the myriad of operating costs, including interest, that have risen that goes into it. When commercials get the opportunity, they will be aggressive about widening basis based on whatever excuse that they can dream up. We have recommended locking up the basis in any bushels that cannot be stored. Commercials would much prefer that farmers carry the cost of holding the grain for them. A huge swing between old and new crop basis is expected where old crop supply was previously tight, assuming that production recovers in the western corn belt. Both market and basis weakness would ensue. There's been a potential black swan spotted around Panama. There's a problem with the Panama Canal. A lot of grain, soy, and other ag products going from the North American hemisphere to China and Asia transits the canal. We toured Panama with the Theodore Roosevelt Association in 2014 and made the trip through the canal. They were having a drought then and said that they feared that it would impact the trade flow. La Nina actually helped the region's water levels recover. Every ship that transits the canal uses a huge amount of water that is fed by Lake Gatun and the lake level has dropped to concerning levels. Deja vu, it seems, as the drought is now re-impacting the region the past three months. Reportedly, the Panama Canal Authority is forecasting a July 31st water level of 78.2 feet, beating the previous all-time low at 78.3 feet reached in May 2016, and far below the five-year average of 84.9 feet for July. Draft for larger vessels has been reduced from 50 to 44.5 feet, which requires that loads be reduced by 40%. Transit time is lengthened by several days. All this adds to higher shipping costs. According to Everstream Analytics, approximately 6% of global maritime trade travels through the Panama Canal. Last year, nearly 15,000 vessels with 520 million tons of cargo passed through. Fresh water from the two large lakes in the interior sections of Panama 
is used to lift vessels across the country. For every vessel that travels through the canal, it takes approximately 52 million gallons of fresh water. Dryness in Central America correlates with El Nino. The new canal takes less water per trip than the old one as it expulses it into a reservoir from which some of it is recovered. If 15,000 vessels times 52 million gallons per flush is a lot of water consumed. This could negatively impact the basis again at the U.S. Gulf, impacting the Chicago border of trade as well as the basis in Brazil, as northern ports in Brazil use the canal to ship to Asia too. Most U.S. meat is shipped for export from our two coasts, so should be less impacted by the canal, as the Gulf could be avoided. Meat exports from Brazil could actually be more impacted by a canal disruption than ours, as they use the canal for shipping to China. Liquefied natural gas will not be impacted, as its container ships require less draft. China will go to the Pacific Northwest for U.S. soybeans. Basis in North Dakota could even improve as grain is railed west, while basis in the Delta deteriorates. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial, and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.